Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to talk about a couple of different things, and they kind of all, I suppose, evolve around community, and we have spoken about community before on, on Focus, but I think it's really, really important to kind of, I suppose, just explore a couple of ideas. And one of the first ones is, I suppose, a lot of people firstly found community within you know, social media for, for photography through apps like Instagram, and Instagram were the kind of, or was one of the, you know, I suppose, fantastic tools that photographers had. And we, you know, we met um, a lot of photographers. We met each other through Instagram and going to Instagram meets and basically finding images on Instagram that we liked and we followed different photographers. And then, and then potentially people eventually met up and um, saw, had face-to-face and then made, you know, friendships grew from it. And that was fantastic. And, and like I said, Instagram has been around for a long time and it was a fantastic tool for photographers to be able to kind of show your work, share your work with other photographers and other photographers could see what you were doing. For a long time, it had been a really, I suppose, uh, an important part of the photography community. But lately, a lot of things have changed within within Instagram and a lot of people now aren't feeling, I suppose, they aren't feeling the love there that used to be there. I think what's happened is, with the changes to algorithms and the changes of of that um, Instagram has become more more video driven by things like reels and uh, videos, that photography really t- seems to have taken a back seat. And I think for a lot of photographers, I mean, there's a, a lot of photographers. I mean, I don't mind shooting the occasional bit of video, but my love and you know primary thing is about capturing images, like capturing a moment in time, and again. It's just that those images now don't seem to get, you know, you can have you know a couple of thousand people follow you on Instagram and you can put a photo up and you have a handful of people will see that photo because of the way the Instagram algorithm money deals it out. If you do a video, you'll see a lot more people will see the video than, than your still photo. But for a lot of us, video is not why we went to Instagram. I think we went, a lot of people went to Instagram because it was about photos and it gave a platform to be able to share your photos. But more importantly, I think it actually created a community that you actually felt you were a part of something, that you were actually involved in this photography community. And like I said, all around the world, Instagram groups popped up in every every city. There was, you know, all the different ideas and different, you know, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, Adelaide, you know, Perth, all had these groups and all around the world in, in other countries as well all had these groups that popped up. So you all of a sudden had a bunch of photographers and it embraced photography from all all levels. So it didn't matter what you shot with. So some of those people on Instagram meets were shooting with, you know, they were shooting with DSLRs or mirrorless or compact or even with phones. And it didn't really matter because the Instagram platform lent itself to all those devices being able to be used as a means to capture and a way to be able to send those photos to the to the to the platform, so it basically let people at all levels of photography come in, and basically have a 
have a, I suppose, have a voice or have a, you know, a way to actually show off what they did. And a lot of people, like I said, you know, did quite well and got some really good traction with it and, and you know, got a lot of people to follow them and which gave them a lot of notoriety and that type of stuff. And that's fantastic and helped them build their photography, which also gave them, I mean, it gave people confidence. Like when, when people like something that you've done, it, it's such a big boost to your confidence. Like if you're doing something and you're doing it and then nobody's actually seeing it or no one's actually commenting on it, you know, sometimes it's hard to keep doing it because it's like, well, why am I doing this? Because, But then when people start kind of validating what you've done and they're actually kind of commenting and saying, wow, that's a really sick picture you've taken. Oh, that's fantastic. How did you do that? Like, how did you catch that? Those types of things. And I think, the, like I said, that was and, – and people were happy to share as well. Like, so there was a lot of sharing of information happening on Instagram as well. So that was the, the community side of it. And it's interestingly – I was listening to a podcast just a couple of days ago, and it was about you know, about relationships and connections of people, and talking about how humans and how the pandemic has changed things, and how we are really tribal, like we're really kind of hardwired that we need to be a part, feel like we're a part of something. And this is what's been really hard for people during the pandemic when they've been had to go into isolation, that they've they've lost that connection from other people. And some of that can be, you know, you can have some type of connection through things like, you know, social media and stuff, but it's not the same as face-to-face. It's really that kind of face-to-face. And and one of the great things about photography is photography is one of those things, particularly at the enthusiast level, it's it's a social event as well. So things like the Instagram events were always like a social event. So basically you got to get together and you got to meet and you got to talk and, and you're not just, you mightn't just talked about your photography, what, what you've been doing, where you've been, what you've been up to, what's happening at work, those types of things. And then quite often is people would then end up going off for a meal afterwards. So they'd meet up somewhere and go, oh, let's go and grab a burger or let's go and grab a pizza or let's go and do, grab something else. So it turned into a, into like I suppose, a, a social event. And I think that's been the thing that a lot of people loved the photography part of it, but they loved also they really love that social interconnection with other and look it's always it's always the same thing you know quite often unless you've got a family full of creatives which most people don't like quite often you might have a couple of people in the family who are creative but typically a lot of families there's one person who's very creative and the rest of the family maybe not so so to understand a creative you have to be a creative so Sometimes, like I said, that's great. the great thing that people really bubbled over when they got together, when the group of people got together, all kind of shared the same passion, all cut from the same cloth, and they all kind of had to, you know, they all had, had a reason there to be there together and, and discuss things. And I think that's really changed now with the whole um, social media, the way it's become so monetized and it's all money-driven, like I said, and it's it's gone in a completely different direction and look, there's there's break there's breakaway things that are happening. So some people are trying. And you may have heard of Vero, which is a another platform which has been around for quite a while. And I joined up Vero, I think, in 2018, and that was probably when Instagram started to play around with their algorithms, and people started getting, I suppose, discontent. So it's a it's a social platform that got no ads and and that. But I've been kind of playing in it recently. And it just doesn't have the same feel as what Instagram had, that community feel. I'd, I'd like it to have that community feel, but it just, at the moment, and to say that 
Um, that's not always going to be the case because it could just really get some legs and it could really take off and it could really become a, it could really become the next Instagram community um, for photographers and that may happen and I hope I kind of hope that happens because it's just so important I think to be involved in a community, to be able to share your work, um, to better share your passion, and also just be able to, I suppose, just be able to absorb the energy from other creatives and that's the you know that's the really cool thing that that people i think found hanging out together so there's like i said it's i think community is really important i think and we did have communities and so we've got some other types of communities and again they're social media based but they're a little bit different as most people will know with this podcast i'm involved with a group in australia called the canon collective which is a facebook group with nearly twenty thousand members and that's a fantastic community that's a community that We've got a lot of very active people in there and a lot of those people actually get together and they meet up and they they do their own stuff like face-to-face but they also have the group um, structure to be able to kind of come in and ask questions and participate in challenges and those types of things. And I think they're all good things that build community and it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I think it's if you've got the means to be able to kind of, I suppose, uh, organise and reach out to people and, and start building your own little community whether it be through setting up a Facebook group for photographers in your local area or whether it be some other some other platform or some other means that you come up with, um, I think it's always good. Or even run challenges. Like, I mean, just um, coming up in the next couple of weeks, we've got um, we've run a f- several of these photo marathons with the Canon Collective and we've got another one coming up in September. It's on the 10th and 11th of September. And I, it's a really interesting way because this really builds community and um, photo marathons aren't a hard thing to organise. So if you, you know, if you know a bunch of people, photographers that you kind of can reach out to, nothing stopping you. Kind of someone being the organiser and setting the briefs and then putting that out as a challenge on a weekend to um, a bunch of photographers to go and, and capture. And for those who who may not be aware of what a photo marathon is, typically, and they've been running from they've been running for a long, long time. I think mid-80s when they first started in Spain so they've been and they run all around the world there's heaps of different countries have regular photo marathons basically what it is it's a it's a challenge where you're given a brief and you need to create a picture for that brief so it's going to be a brand new picture that you've never had before so you're going to go out with the prime purpose to create that image for to fit that brief and so whatever the brief is it's kind of you know you've got to you've got to have interpret what you know your interpretation of the brief and most of them like i said it's not like oh well you have to make it fit this but it's your interpretation of the brief so how you see the brief and how you see it and how you can put that into a photo and how you can tell a story with that that's your that's your creative process but it's it's a fantastic way like i said building communities it's a fantastic way of getting people out and shooting and like i said it's a it's a type of thing that can be done ideally like when you take a, get a few people together and do this, you know, work together as a team, bounce ideas off each other, and you know, just try different different ideas off to this brief this. So maybe we could shoot something like that, or I kind of thought this would be really cool to do with that. And I think that's the thing about communities organize things. So in a community, you know, when you think back to like you know different times in life and different communities being involved in, there's always some type of celebration. You know, like you know in family community of a family like it's the birthdays and milestones and those type of things that we we celebrate and that really is a community and like i said 
opportunities for photographers, even with things like social media kind of, you know, not fitting the bill anymore or not kind of hitting that hitting that mark that people um, once were kind of seeing with it, there's nothing to stop people to get out there and start inventing their own stuff and start to look at ways that they can reach out to fellow creatives and get out there and try new things. Like I said, Photo Walks is another great one to organise a group of people and just go on a photo walk on a Sunday afternoon and say, hey, I'm going to go and walk around you know, the warehouse district of my town where there's a lot of street art on the walls and that type of stuff. Who wants to come and who wants to come, you know, get some exercise and shoot some pictures? Again, building communities and there's a lot of like meetup type communities as well where there's, you know, um, a couple of apps. I think there's, you know, one actually called Meetup, I think. So people put together these kind of um, meetups. And I think now that COVID's kind of now, it's not it's not over, but it's it's definitely allowing people now to have much more freedom. So, you know, most places in the world now aren't in lockdown, so people can move around freely. And it's the thing that you can do, um, particularly if it's kind of an outdoor things, you can do it in a quite a safe and environment. I mean, you've still got the option these days to wear a mask if you were worried um, when you're in groups of other people, particularly when you're indoors. So that's always your option. But I I think it's it's important that we don't just sit around and not do anything and not try and keep building, you know, that community or keep building building your skills as a photographer because, you know, to grow as a photographer, you need to be up behind the camera and you need to be out challenging yourself. And photo marathons do that. They definitely challenge people. They get people out of their comfort zone because quite often people will shoot the same type of stuff. They'll shoot like maybe landscapes. So they'll go to their local lake and they'll just shoot you know, the sunset in the afternoon or they might go and shoot the sunrise in the morning and they'll kind of look for a body of water and they'll look for also, you know, nice patch of trees or paddock or whatever to be able to be in the shot. Um, and that's fantastic. But you'll get to a stage where you are you can capture a fantastic sunset and you're really proficient at it. But sometimes you'll get to a point when that's just, then, then that's just not enough. Like you want something else. And this is where it's good to challenge yourself and try other things, things that you haven't shot before. So these are new things that, and look, a lot of people come around to shooting people. And I think shooting people is one of the most interesting subjects you can get because everyone's different. Everyone has a different story. Everyone's lived a different life. There's lots of different things, both facets about people, how they dress, you know, the way they wear their hair, makeup they have on, maybe it's the tattoos they've got all these really cool, interesting things about that person. Sometimes when you, you can capture some really cool photographs. So I don't know it intimidates a lot of people and that's, it, you know, again, it's sometimes you've got to push yourself outside your comfort zone. And the other thing is too, if you are part of a community and you join a community who's already like shooting people, someone will take you under their wing. Like, I mean, that's the thing, the great thing about communities that communities give you the ability to be able to connect with other people and potentially get like someone to help mentor you if you want to kind of say you want to push your photography to another level or take it to another place maybe it's been your photography's been at the kind of enthusiast stage but you're wanting to maybe move into say maybe shooting something and getting paid for it so you might want to move into that kind of element where it might just be uh, not a full-time gig but it might just be a part-time gig where you can go out and make a little bit of money on the side by shooting some stuff you know like I said attacking in a slightly different way some people don't want to ever kind of get 
and totally engrossed in having it as a fully paid gig because um, a lot of people will tell you that when they you know they've done that transition, they've loved photography, they've really loved it. It was their life, and then they turned it into their job, and then all of a sudden now they don't shoot for themselves anymore because they're so busy kind of shooting for other people that the joy has gone out of it. Like the joy of photography has been lost. So I think you know you've always got to be mindful of. Sometimes you've got to be careful what you wish for. I think you know not everyone wants to be a full time you know professional photographer. Some people enjoy being able to do a little bit of a little bit of um, work, paid work, and but then also being able to kind of go out there and capture stuff they love and just take pictures for the sake of it. But again, it's um, like I said, it's it's everyone's different. Everyone have a different idea. But again, I just keep coming back to that idea of of building communities, reaching out to people. Definitely go and have a look at other apps out there like Vero. That's you know, I'd say to people go and have a look at it. Like I said, it's, it's not it's not really where Instagram uh, was originally. It's kind of feels a bit different. And who's to say there's not another brilliant person listening out there to this podcast who's got this fantastic idea for a new app that's going to take all the photographers are all going to want to get involved in. You know, we kind of all sit there and hope that something else comes along to, to help people. But in the meantime, we kind of kind of help ourselves as well and work with what we've got. And like I said, and that's just sometimes, just like I said, reaching out to people that you know. And look, maybe maybe there's a group of photographers that you've seen or followed on social media that's in your area. You know, sometimes just to send them a DM to say, Oh, if you're ever out, you know, one a shooting buddy to go out and just shoot some stuff just for the fun of it, I'd be up for that type of thing. Um, and you'll be surprised that sometimes people will go, Yeah, well that's that sounds really cool. Why don't we why don't we go next Sunday and we'll do some street photography or or I know this area where there's some again, there's some really cool street art. So I've just seen all this new stuff. I I wanna go down there and check it out myself. So that'll give me a reason to go and you know, and it's always great to have someone tag along with you because I think it just does make it feel I mean I, I do do a lot of shooting as a lone wolf like I you know when I'm working I'm pretty much kind of doing my own thing and when I'm doing stuff for myself I do it but I do love the times when I actually do when I've got a bunch of other photographers with me um, particularly if you kind of you know got a lot of people there who are kind of maybe new to photography and you're able to show them something you know something that you learned and, and look, we all kind of learn stuff along the way. And sometimes, you know, when you're starting out in photography, it takes a while to get all the you know, all the skills you need. So once you get those skills, sometimes, you know, you learn, you find out afterwards that there was a shortcut. You could have got those skills. You could have been much more proficient at that if you had done it this. I love sharing those experiences. If I find something like that, I love to share it with people who may be just starting on their photography journey. So, And that's why I do this podcast as well, because I'm trying to get people thinking about things photography or maybe getting them to, to pick the camera up more often and shoot more because quite often it is it is easy to be kind of, there's anything happening, particularly in the last few years, to be able to kind of let the camera sit on the shelf and just gather dust. And that's really sad, especially for people who love photography. And it's like everything, like sometimes people fall out of love with photography. And I've known photographers who've done that, you know, they've gone that path where they've shot for years and years and years and then all of a sudden, they put the camera down. They've just kind of turned their back on photography. And I've known many, many of them to come back to some stage, you know, sometimes it's years and years later, pick the camera up and start and, you know, re-fall in love with photography. So it's something you can do. So don't feel lost out there if you're kind of in that feeling in that space of of like it's 
photography now because of you know things happening on social media and you know not being able to maybe connect with as many people as you used to be able to connect with and the gloss has gone off it and you're kind of losing interest in it it's not always you know never say never because basically what you can do is you know at some point something will happen you might get the opportunity to go and someone will ask you to come along and shoot something with them and that'll give you the opportunity to maybe rekindle that love for photography and like I said, that's the thing that keeps me going. I'm, I'm kind of doing so many multifaceted things within photography with the the work I do with Canon in the Canon Collective and, and helping people there and kind of mentoring and coming up with ideas and setting up challenges and doing things as well as kind of doing some, you know, meetups and those types of things uh, also as well as kind of, you know, doing some work on the side. So I do, I don't work full-time as a photographer. I've, I've a couple of very, very different, business interests that kind of pay the bills which allows me to to go off and do my photography stuff and I like the fact that yes I like um, being able to go out and earn some money from photography but I don't want I don't want it ever to be that to be my sole income I, I enjoy getting the money from the educational stuff I do and that's like I said it kind of rounds me out that I'm I'm not kind of committed to be able to have to go out and shoot this wedding or go out and shoot this event or shoot something um, I can pick and choose which which jobs I take, and, and like I said, it just I just find it really I'm in a comfortable position as far as my photography, where I'm at with my head with photography and how I see photography. So I I still love photography just as much as the the first time I kind of started shooting when I was when I was quite a lot younger and I kind of fell in love with it. I did go through periods through my life where I wasn't shooting nearly as much. There was you know, sometimes a lot of other things happening. But I'm very fortunate now to be able to kind of be deeply involved with photography at many different levels and working on some exciting projects. And I do sometimes use this um, platform to share stuff that's coming up. And for people in Brisbane and or intending to travel to Brisbane next year, the 9th of June to the 18th of June, I'm going to be the event director for the Brisbane Photography Festival, which is a a dream of mine for a long time to have a photography festival in Brisbane in my in my hometown and be able to have a whole lot of things happening all photography related and getting people together and again it's about my motivation for that is about building a community I just love building the local community and love giving people in the community opportunities to explore new things um, stretch their photography find people to like I said to work with or or find people to mentor them to help them um, with their photography journey uh, along the way many, many different people have kind of given me help which I've really been um, so appreciative for that help along the way it's been fantastic and that's why you know you'll find a lot of people once they get to the stage like particularly where I'm at are happy to reach out and help other people get to get to where they need to get to with their photography and just help them Move move up up the ladder, um, get their skills up. Um, hopefully, then you know make them more proficient, and they just keep loving what they're doing. So this edition, we've been talking about, I suppose, the demise of communities like Instagram, and you know the, the photography community in general with the things like the pandemic. But it's not all gloom and doom. There's Facebook groups, like I said, I'm a part of the Canon Collective Facebook group. So this, you know, if you're in Australia, that's a fantastic one to jump in. And just because there's the word Canon at the front of it doesn't mean you need to shoot Canon as well. So a lot of these you know, groups too, will, we welcome all photographers 
regardless of what platform you shoot on. I mean, at the end of the day, a camera is a tool. The person behind the camera is the photographer and that's the that's the people that I'm really interested in, the people you talk to out there creating images. So that's why it's great to have so many different people in a group all shooting a range of different stuff, all different types of material. So, look, hope this has got you, got you thinking about community, maybe maybe get you out there looking at what's around you or maybe even try and start something in your local area, um, reaching out to people and getting a group of people together purely for the purpose of photography and, and enjoying it. Until next time, enjoy your photography and uh, we'll talk again real soon. See you. That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Music